Good morning, dear listener. You're welcome to Nasco Moments. How many times have you washed your hands today? Remember to always stay safe at this time. As usual, I am your host Hudun Gang. Today we shall be talking about creating community awareness on the damaging health effects of noise pollution. In 2011, the World Health Organization (WHO) released a report titled "Burden of Disease from Environmental Pollution." The study analyzed environmental noise from planes, trains, and vehicles, as well as other city sources, and then looked at links to health conditions such as cardiovascular disease, sleep disturbance, cognitive impairment in children, and annoyance. The World Health Organization team found that at least one million healthy years of life is lost each year in Europe alone due to noise pollution. This figure does not, however, include noise from industrial workplaces. The authors therefore concluded that there is an overwhelming evidence that exposure to environmental noise has adverse effects on the health of the population. On the Nasco Moments show this morning, we have Dr. Nuhu Maan, ear, nose, and throat consultant, Joss University Teaching Hospital, Juth. He will be sharing his insights as we discuss creating community awareness on the damaging health effects of noise pollution. Dr. Maan, you're welcome to Nasco Moments. Thank you, and welcome, our dear listener. All right, we shall return after this break. Mama Shakara, this your shabby city shine. And now don't fit. How manage? Ah, my sister. Now Brightex white detergent, oh. Brightex detergent not the fade cloth at all at all. And if they wash cloth clean, well, well, it gets power to come out all the nyama nyama stain and dirty no matter how it be. You not go chop and too? No, you know the chop and do. And it good for washing machine too. Eh? Mama Shakara, me too now Brightex detergent I go use to wash all my clothes now so that I go to shine shine and scent scent and make Shakara like you so. <laughs> Brightex white detergent, a quality product from Nasco. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex for the brightest wash. You're welcome back to Nasco Moments. I am Hudun Gang and we are talking about creating community awareness on the damaging health effects of noise pollution. Our guest today is Dr. Nuhu Danley Maan, ear, nose, and throat consultant, Joss University Teaching Hospital, Juth. He will be sharing his thoughts and perspectives as we discuss. So, Dr. Maan, let's get straight to the point. What constitutes noise? Noise, in totality, is a general understanding of any environment or situation you find yourself then there's a conglomeration of sound and this sound is not making any meaning that's simply noise mm. Con- yes. conglomeration of sound that doesn't make any meaning now at what point is sound considered to be noise is it just like you said when it doesn't make any meaning not only that when t- there's a, a change in the level of intensity, which is the volume, and when there's a difference in the coordination of it, and then there's affectation of the general well-being of the individual and even the environment, then it constitutes noise. So when there's a loss of coordination, out of proportion, and then change in the comfort environment it can be comfortable for another person but uncomfortable to the other person so that's noise 
but just to give a balance is when there is a presence of sound and it is disturbing and annoying to a certain level there's a standard measure that if it uh, just just to be on the same page such as someone that may not necessarily even want to listen to anything sound let it not be that his own rights now the, 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 uh, begins to be like uh, trampling on the rights of another so once we sound is measured so when it is above 34 decibels that's the unit measurement is already getting above the normal hearing level that is comfortable for the human okay yeah. so what are the sources of noise pollution they are varied and it can generally be classified into two occupational and environmental so it's under the occupational is whatever you are doing as a source of living that is generating noise that affects your hearing and affects your health and creates disturbance to the environment but you are doing it for a living that is occupational noise while the environmental is wherever you wake up in the comfort of your environment or the discomfort of your environment then is creating sound and affecting your health and your comfort in the environment that's environmental noise and there are several subdivisions into it uh, let's take the environmental that affects all of us before making giving examples of those that are the occupational in the environmental the, the greatest culprit is transport you move around you see a biker or motorcycles or the tricycles or vehicles with parts of their exhaust either leaking or removed and there are some that they disturb the whole environment during festivities they deliberately remove the shufflers or the mufflers inside the exhaust pipe and you hear a very discomforting noise that changes the whole environment and just imagine you have a long queue of them moving together that is under transport power bikes yes or we have a, you, you get yourself held up in traffic and different engines blaring at the same time or people just honking and you rather you think of whether to wind up your glasses or and if you don't have AC that is already another problem for you again if you wind down and or if it's raining so all sorts of things in the environment on that transport in traffic they cause a whole lot of trouble and have uh, effects in the environment it could be somebody in his construction site in the neighborhood decides to be operating a grinding machine that becomes double is both environmental noise and occupational noise for the person that is make, making a living out of it is occupational noise for him for the person that lives in the neighborhood that is environmental noise for him and we have the airplanes flying under transport still we have uh, lawn mowers people are cutting grasses they are moving around creating a lot of noise so for the person doing the work is occupational for the person that is just in the environment is environmental noise that is affecting the person yeah. and the list can go on yeah, and on and i on was and waiting on. for you to get to generators you know i passed my neighbor i passed my neighbor <laughs> yeah. all right we yeah. get the point yeah. um how is noise measured you talked about when it gets to 34 decibels yes. and that constitutes noise yes. so how is it measured and what is the acceptable and safe level of noise for people and the environment noise is measured using a machine and uh, the machine measures the sound level in any environment in decibels and uh, noise the simplest one that you can get there are different types there's a noise level meter 
or there's other one called the dosimeter that's the dose of the sound in meters and uh, all is just bring it into the environment you put it on and it will reading the sound level in that environment and once it exceeds that uh, level it will show and you will read it especially if you are studios for instance they have sound absorbers and is to reduce reflection of sound and those are the best places you can get the acceptable sound level outside that there's a mixture of different sounds including animals or beautiful birds that sing but when they come around there are some instances that some of the the, 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 the music from the birds can be very annoying mm. you may not be may not be accepted or if the, a lot of them come and gather by your window and those kind of thing all the machine can pick all those things so we use that to measure the level yes okay so can you tell the listener some of the common practices that greatly damage hearing occupational that's the one that I would really want to start with industrial workers places that generate a lot of noise i wouldn't want to use sound because it's very very is already a disease condition they generate a lot of noise especially those in production section of industries car manufacturers bottling companies weaving all sorts of industries we come down to as low as the local environment that we find ourselves at these quarry workers blasting of stones they will go down up to uh, our military that they use firearms rpgs and these are people that we've seen typical examples and we've seen the level of damage this is of course some people use uh, gunpowder something for festivities they would just create that noise and be, be firing or blasting the noise and had an encounter with someone that he has lost both ears because of that and it was too late for intervention but as far as they are concerned he is making a living out of it and it's not only affecting him it affects that same person too uh entertainment industries you go for disco halls parties the louder the merrier for the person enjoying while for me as a, i look at it oh i shake my head mm-hmm. that this person oh god forgive them for they don't know what they are going to okay and the last that is what it is uh, earphones that were using an earpiece and all those is becoming a matter of concern and the simple question i would just give is that once you are moving with somebody and you have your earpiece and at elbow length and the person is hearing the wordings from the earpiece whatever music you are listening you are already damaging your ears is already a problem that is something that most young people need to take note of certainly uh, dr numa and thank you so much for your answers so far we'll return uh, to hear more right after this break Now fortified with essential vitamins and minerals. Nasco Conflicts, nourishing goodness anytime. Welcome back, listener. My name is Fudun Yang, and this is Nasco Moments. We are talking about creating community awareness on the damaging health effects of noise pollution. Our guest is Dr. Nuhu Danley Maan, ear, nose, and throat consultant, Joss University Teaching Hospital, Juve. 
Now we'll get back to the discussion. Um, let's talk some more, Doctor, about the effects of noise pollution. Yeah, quite plenty. The effects of noise pollution is both social, is both economical, and is both medical. Under the social effect of noise, it leads to aggression. Once you are blaring or blasting something that I will just get out of annoyance that can lead to a physical combat or exchange of words. That is from social to physical and medical. That's the effect of noise. Now we'll come to the, the other medical aspect of the uh, effect of noise. It affects, it creates discomfort and that degree of discomfort through some mechanisms in the body can tip someone into developing hypertension and other cardiovascular diseases is established and you end up getting a long time or lifetime treatment because you initially expose yourself to noise, medical effects. Economically, by that we come to the segment on treatment of noise-induced hearing loss. It's very enormous. And it's not only that translates from economical to the social effect, that's socio-economical, in the sense that it's not only the person that is affected by the hearing loss that bears the cost of treatment. Who else bears? The family members. Because no single person can be able to bear the burden of the economic burden. And uh, lost hours and disasters. Just imagine carrying someone that is not hearing well to operate an inflammable, highly inflammable machine. And you've given an instruction and the person mishears. That's another concept. The person just assume that this is what you said. And the person does something else. It leads to disaster and then economic burden in, in the whole environment. So, in a nutshell, I just want to leave it at that, that we are all affected, whether you like it or not, either directly or indirectly because of the effect of noise in the environment. Okay, so you started uh, alluding to treatment. So let's talk about treatment. What are the treatment options available for people with these hearing challenges that are as a result of noise pollution? Let me remind, our, or just bring to the notice of our listener here, that a hearing loss that is as a result of noise exposure is irreversible. Once you've developed loss of hearing because you've exposed yourself to high level of noise, from whatever source, it cannot be reversed. The treatment option now becomes how to reverse the hearing. And the extremes is very expensive. But the mildest is at the point at which is detected is withdrawal from the source of the noise. So if your station, workstation is what is exposing you to the noise, is advisable. The first treatment is to remove you from that source of noise and change a place for you. If it has gone so bad that you no longer hear, the only rehabilitation is not even hearing aids, but a cochlear implant. If we talk about hearing aids, there are the very high level hearing aids that goes for minimum, we talk about 250,000 naira and above, and you need it for the two years. If it's cochlear implant, it depends on where you're doing it. So we talk about between 8 and 16 and 32 million naira. For the cochlear implant? For the cochlear implant. Can you do that in Nigeria? Yes, it can be done in Nigeria. And we have to, for most of victims or individuals that have benefited from cochlear implant in Nigeria, they are usually outsourced so that the cost will be less. But once you step out of the shores of Nigeria and you are going for a cochlear implant, that is the price roughly estimated. I must say that is out of the reach of most Nigerians. How can communities be mobilized and enlightened on the damaging effects of noise pollution? It's part of this program, I'm so impressed. It's part of the community mobilization to know what noise is and what it can do. 
and the role of individuals, how we can come together as communities to curtail the excesses of noise and the hearing loss. And that's uh, its major effect. So as a community, we need to know that if I am doing this, is causing damage not only to me as a person, but to my next door neighbor or to someone in my household. So we reduce the risk factors. Use of earpiece. We reduce, encourage, and educate ourselves, each other, on the fact that if I use, I pass my neighbor, and it's not affecting me and it's affecting my neighbor, we are all victims. So we should know how the ideals of using these items. Playing music, whether it's the open, and of great interest is our worship centers. I think I need to mention this because of the fact that gone are the days that most of these uh, public address systems, the very big speakers, they will come with uh, lights on them. You see red, yellow, green. So once the music or the volume or the sound that is passing through the speaker is showing green, is acceptable to the environment and to the people that are hearing. Once it begins to go to yellow, it's a warning. Once you see red, it means you've exceeded, you are already reading a damaging effect of that noise on the uh, on the hearing. So we, it's not how loud that the speakers are carrying the message, but it's how effective the message is being conveyed and how safe it is. Now there are people who really don't care how they are affecting their neighborhoods in this area, especially when it comes to religious organizations, ministries and so on, that just want everybody in the area to hear what they're doing. So in this regard, what can government do to ensure noise pollution it's highly minimized in our communities. It's not only government, but for us to know, I, I find it uh, very, very with burden saying that we live with a lot of lawless people around the environment. It's wanting to have the law in place. It's another thing to obey, and it's another something else to implement. There are legislations for your information about noise, but un un unfortunately, people claim ignorance. They may be really ignorant that there are legislations against noise exposure, noise pollution. But there are agencies in government that their duty is to enforce these things and to bring it to the knowledge of people. Which is why I say this program is very, very important. And I expected not only NASCO to be anchoring this program, National Orientation Agency, uh, Ministry of Health, Ministry of Education, Ministry of Information, all people hands must be on deck to bring it down to the level of the community. That you see this noise that is here, it's not only affecting you, that is if you know that it's affecting you. But it's affecting others in the environment. Enforce this. Stop people from claiming ignorance and causing problems. And using speakers in the environment. And in stopping the environment. their neighborhoods, people in their neighborhoods from sleeping. From because sleeping. that happens. Personal experience for me, really. You know, sometimes, and the annoyance that you talked about, I have felt it. You know, I felt like going to break somebody's speakers. <laughs> because I want to sleep. <laughs> Alright, now as we round up this discussion, what are your last words on this very interesting discussion? My last word is to mention one thing before my last word actually is uh, noise exposure is time. Once it's uh, up to 85 decibels and you are uh, in a work environment that lasts up to 8 hours, you will create hearing loss. But if it reaches 100, if you are exposed to that environment for just 4 hours, you lost your hearing. If it's 110 decibels and you're exposed for just two minutes, 
you will not say hell. Wow. So, they higher the dose of the sound that is coming into your ears, the faster they're going to lose your hearing. So, my last one, please, I'm adding please, is, is not only causing any noise in the environment. Once it comes to your conscience that this is loud, it's not only loud to you as an individual, it's affecting the people in the environment. So, we should be our brother's kids. Stay away from noise. Because if you lost your hearing as a result of noise, you cannot be reversed. Except you spend plenty money that we don't have. Prevention, they say, is better than cure. And we call on the authorities to implement the relevant laws that we have to ensure that those who are causing a lot of noise in the environment are, are, made, are made to pay for the noise pollution that they are causing in the environment. Thank you very much, Dr. Nunu for your valued insights on the program this morning. Thank you. Listener, I hope you have been educated about creating community awareness on the damaging health effects of noise pollution. We have to end the show here. Remember to follow NASCO's social media handles for lots of exciting information. Visit www.facebook.com slash NASCO group. You are encouraged to freely send feedback on any aspect of the NASCO Moments radio show to the email info at nasco.net or by text through the dedicated care line 0805-774-7777. The NASCO Moments trivia question for this week is What name is given to an infection that affects the mastoid bone located behind the ear? Send the correct answer via text to 0805-774-7777. Include your full name and exact location. The trivia for last week was, what is the name of an infection caused by a virus that attacks the liver and leads to inflammation? The answer is hepatitis C. We have one winner this week, Samuel Ija from Busa. With your congratulations, you'll get a call telling you how to claim your NASCO gift basket. NASCO Moments radio talk show has been brought to you by NASCO Group. It was created by Unimark Limited Marketing Communications Consultants. Executive Producers, NASCO Marketing Department, Producer, Harun Audi. Research and Content Development, George Palm and Harun Audi. Production Coordinator, Solomon Audi, Deborah Beladima, and Alex Ruben. Until next time, stay safe. Always wash your hands, wear face masks in public, and practice social distancing. Have your hand sanitizer with you. My name is Bungian, and this is NASCO News.